It's still real to me, damn it! A little bit of the bubbly. So I've been here eight and a half. My son and I told you when I first got here, I kept, I keep looking each and every day further and further up that ladder, and things getting better and better for the old nasty dog. Bobby. Go ahead, Brandon. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. Yes. And uh, before we get into today's episode, which is a viewer's choice, uh, I guess something that they asked us to review, which is Mars Attack, we wanted to talk a little bit about Roy Rumble that happened this past Saturday. Uh, First, uh, before I kick that off, I want to send thoughts and praise to the family of Lanny Popo, uh, aka the genius, uh, Randy Savage's brother, who was in WWE back in the late 80s, early 90s, as uh, the genius. Um, he passed away, um, passed away this past couple of days ago. And, um, you know, just thoughts and prayers for his family. Um, it was really cool just. Um, you know, seeing his posts on uh, Facebook and stuff, and uh, but you know, Lanny Popo, Montreal's brother, uh, the genius. For those that remember him, I, I love that. I, I thought that was a really good gimmick. He came out in a, a cap and gown. Uh, he was um, he came out in the cap and gown. He uh, was like he's a genius. You know, he used to smarter than everybody else. Huh? He was Shakespeare. He was Shakespeare essentially, and and the way uh, I don't know if he held the mic a certain way. Uh, I'm thinking of someone else who was actually really good. Held held the mic. I forget who who he was. He would hold a mic, kind of like holding a glass of wine. Um, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, uh, Genius was a good little gimmick, good character. Um, but yeah, he was. You know, he passed away. Um, you know, thoughts go to his family, loved ones, friends. Uh, also, thoughts uh, and prayer to uh, Ricky Smiley's family. Uh, he lost his son. Um, he's a comedian. He's, a, he's one of my favorite uh, uh, comedians. He lost his son, so I just want to say thoughts and prayers to his family uh, for his for their loss as well. But uh, Roy Rumble, Brandon, what were your thoughts on 2023's Roy Rumble? Uh, it's a, you know, most people I've read that really enjoyed it. For me, that hadn't watched the product since Cody Rhodes got hurt. Um, I just thought it was a mixed bag overall, but I did really enjoy the Men's Royal Rumble, although it was predictable. Um, I did enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed the, the ending of the Women's Royal Rumble, although I, f- I felt... Most of that match was kind of boring, um, but love Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Um, 
Aaron's got me on. Aaron's got Aaron's muted. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm listening to you. Zanzi came right here. Um uh I love that the ending, the last fifteen minutes of it with Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, and the bloodline. Uh, I think I'll probably give it like a three out of five overall, but I did feel it was a mixed bag. The yeah. worst thing for me, though, is the Bray Wyatt LA Knight match. I just, and I, I made yeah, a comment sure. that I felt Bray Wyatt was kind of boring in the ring, but he has this great character that he kind of gets by with. And someone like angry emojied me. It's like, I was like, it's just an opinion, dude. But, yeah, uh, I- I've heard somebody else say something similar, by the way. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I thought overall the Royal Rumble was pretty yeah, just okay. Uh, I was happy for uh, Cody, although honestly, I kind of w- wished uh, the dude that came in number one kind of wanted him to win. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah I mean, because like that's impressive, man. It can, like You know, it's rare for somebody to last that long within the rumble. Uh so uh you know uh, yeah but then with the women uh it did happen at least it happened for the women it happened for specifically uh uh Rhea Ripley yeah. uh but you know which was cool I just overall it was not really that and rumble used to be my favorite of the pay-per-views actually uh but yeah it's just Went downhill, man, for the last couple of months, I feel. I did want to ask you, though, since, you know, I've been a big fan of Sheamus. Um, I don't know if you are or not, but I can look at him now and, like, I feel like his body is quitting on him and to a degree. Like, he's starting to kind of look, I don't want to say old, but just, I don't know. Do you yeah. think he's going to retire soon? I would hope so. Not to, not to be mean. Not to be mean. But I'd hope so because, I, you know, sometimes it's time for people to gravitate to a different place within their their career. Uh, and I hope that, that I hope that for him. I hope he, he can gravitate to a different place where he's now um, doing other things. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd hope so. Uh, but, oh, yeah, that's what I think about that. What are you more excited for, Cody and Roman, or whatever they do with Sammy? Whatever they do with Sammy, that's my drawing point for everything. Want to see Sammy? I hope they do something special with him. Yeah, it'd be great if Sammy. uh, It'd be great. I don't know. I want Sammy to cash in something or something to take on. There'll be an ultimate ending of the story that he takes down his his bully, which is Roman. Uh, which uh, would be great. Um, but uh, before we get into our, our review of uh, Mars Attack, uh, did you watch anything recently? Uh, I'm just, I mean, I've watched a lot, but I, I'm just going to mention one thing. It's an older movie. Uh came out in 2004. Um, when it came out, it was considered a ripoff of Fast and Furious. It's called Torque. I don't know if uh-huh. you've seen it or I remember, remember it. Um I thought it was pretty cool back in the day, um, but rewatching it, it's definitely not a ripoff. It's a parody of Fast and Furious. I mean, he has, he has uh, uh, Derek Luke in it, right? No, that's Biker Boys. Oh, 
Does this who, who who's in this one? Ice Cube's in this one. Um, Martin Henderson, um, has a Fast and Furious guy in it. Matt Schultz who plays Vince. Jamie Presley was in it. Um, Adam Scott plays a crooked FBI agent in it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a parody of Fast and Furious, and I I had a great time watching it. I also watched Biker Boys right after, and I did not have a good time. <laughs> But you had a good time with Tor. Yeah, because it, it it didn't take itself seriously, which is what Biker Boys did. It, it had no fun. Just serious film about bike racing. And, you know, that's, that's uh, not fun. And I will tell you what I watch. And I'm going to get black because I said I didn't like it. And I stand by it. Uh, I watch You People, um, which is... Netflix uh, it has Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, uh, Lauren Lauren London, Julia Louis Dreyfus, uh, Nia Long, David Duchovny, amongst many. Uh, uh, Rhea Perlman's in it too. You know, Mike Epps is in it. Yeah, just um, you have such a good cast of people in this film, and this movie is mediocre at best. Uh, it just, I felt like, I felt like it was, I felt like it was, um, it lacked personality. I thought that uh, it, I it utilized, it overutilized, um, um, what's that term where people just or uh, ad lib, improv, improv, yes. like like just like whatever they can say, you know. Uh, and Eddie, um, Eddie wasn't bad in it in a sense of Eddie draws you every time he's on the screen, you want to see Eddie. Um, and uh, I thought the Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus wasn't bad either. And I really loved, but the one I laughed the most with, even cringe laugh, is David Duchovny. Just like it, just like the thing that he said was just like it's awkward, but also just like. It just makes me like I love David Duchovny. Yeah, I get that man. Uh, you know, he he came from such a serious show like X Files, and um, he he went he was in uh, what was what's that one with the uh, Zoolander? I think it's in Zoolander. Uh, That's with Ben Stiller and Owen yeah. Wilson. Yeah, you've never seen that. I stay away from Ben most of the time. So. Oh wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, he but he plays like not really serious. Like he's able to poke fun at himself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just all in all, man, I didn't really care for you people. I thought it was just boring, man. Nothing really. Well, I have a question for you then. Yeah. Because knowing that Beverly Hills Cop Four is coming to Netflix at some point this year, um, are you worried about it? Considering Eddie's track record. <laughs> Recently, I guess. I mean, I think he did a pretty good job. Pretty good job with Dynamite. Yeah. Keep talking. Everything else, he's kind of, it's kind of not been so well. Um, so I was just wondering about your thoughts when you get back. If you're worried about Beverly Hills Cop Four. Uh, not really. Um, I thought I think that it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be. I don't know, man. What do you think uh, it's gonna be? Do you think it's gonna? It, it, be it might not be because you know, I, I didn't like I didn't like 
coming to America, coming to America. I thought that was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Eddie, Eddie just needs to let, let Eddie be Eddie. The last good movie Eddie had was actually the Dolomite is my name. And my name is Dolomite, whatever it is. I thought he was really good in that movie. Um, uh, and I liked him in Tower Heist. Um, okay. Uh, but my, the last film that he, like, I loved is Life. Life is probably his last film that I really enjoyed, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Like, completely. Like, I still quote yeah, it to this day. That's a classic, I, in my opinion. I thought he was, I thought him and Martin played so well together. And Martin mm-hmm. playing the serious guy was, was shocking to me because I was expecting when that movie came out, they were both going to be, it was going to be Martin and Eddie, mm-hmm. high voltage. But it wasn't, you know. Eddie was Eddie. Martin was serious. He was the serious guy, and he played it so well. I yeah. actually think it's Eddie's best comedy, and I think it's possibly Martin Lawrence's best performance. I agree. Uh, I agree. I agree. So, uh, I think it's their best out of both of them. It's both of their best work, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it just just one of those films. And then you had Bernie Mac in there, and uh, Forty Cast. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just like everybody in it, even Anthony Anderson's in that movie, uh, as the cook. And, uh, you know, just like you're like, it's just a, it's a fun, it's a fun movie. It's, it's dealing with like a serious subject and serious situation, but it made you laugh, and I love that. Um, but no, not YouTube, you people, it did not make me laugh. At I all. think I may watch it tonight because I planned on watching it last know. night, but didn't get to it. I'm curious your thoughts, but um, but yeah, we can. So, do you know the name of the guy that uh, asked us to watch this film? Uh, his first name's Nick. Um, I can look him up real quick. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, go to Mark Out Movie Podcast. Okay, come well, on. Nick, that's fine. He might not want to give us his last name. Uh. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's Opalweski. Or if I mispronounce that, I apologize, Nick. Great that Brandon got that name. But anyway, Nick, uh, Nicky O, we thank you for your request. As we tell all other people that watch us, uh, hey man, if you have a request and you want us to watch something, just let us know. Or you can always reach out to us on YouTube or Facebook or um, uh, Aaron knows movies on Instagram and he is like film guy. Film guy, yeah. Yeah, I got back on there a couple days ago. So uh yeah, I saw we'll down there. But I'm not I'm not doing Facebook right now, so unless until Fridays for like five minutes. Yeah. Send me the link. So Yeah, but it's it's his Facebook. Well I still message you on Facebook. You do Messenger. I do Messenger. Me. I just don't yeah. do the actual app. Yeah I feel you. But uh uh, but all right, Mars Attack. This movie came out in 1996. Uh, it is me and Brandon. It, he mentioned this, and I didn't. It, it didn't dawn on me. Came out the same year, guys, as Independence Day. Like, yeah, and Independence Day came out like July 3rd, 1996. This movie came out December something of 1996. Yeah, who was talking to who? <laughs> who? Who was talking well, to? 
Fox did Independence Day, and Warner Brothers did this. I believe it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. I, I just it's feel that. Well, um, I mean, because Fox is Disney now, so yeah, it's on yeah. it's on Max, uh, Max. So yeah, I, I kind of feel that Tim Burton was in talks to direct Independence Day, and it fell through. And he's like, "Well, I'll just make fun of science fiction films," and then <laughs> that's kind of what he did. And I loved it. I at first, the first act, I was kind of, uh, because eh. it just it was too much like Independence Day for me. It was just the whole White House stuff, even the weird family. If like you think about, also, if you think about Independence Day, it does kind of have a, it doesn't have the star power that this film has, but it, no, there's so many people have, in this movie. It does have, uh, but it does have. You know, uh, Bill Bill Pullman. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum. Um, I think um, is Rip Torn. Like, there's so many, there's so, so many other people in that film. Um, Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch was in that movie. Um, uh, what's the guy's name who played uh, Spielberg's grandfather on uh, on Fablemans? He's in because he plays Goldberg. Uh, it's Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch is that yeah. his name? Okay. Um, yeah, so it's like so it has a nice little, nice little cast. Vivica A. Fox as well. So it has, and it has the same elements, sort of, of Mars Attacks. But man, this Mars Attack has Mars Attacks has Jack Nicholson, Pierce Brosnan, Sarah Jessica Parker, Annette Bening. Close Danny DeVito. You just throw a stick at somebody, you're gonna hit a celebrity in this movie. Martin Short, Jim Michael, Brown, yeah, Jim Brown, Michael J. Fox, uh, Rod Steiger, who we just had last week on uh, 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 In the Heat of Night, Tom Jones, which is the most acting I've seen Tom do. Yes. I don't know, he, he might have done more, but I, I didn't hate Tom Jones in this, I thought he was kind of entertaining actually. Uh, Lucas Haas. Uh, who uh, played? Uh, hey, so he's in Babylon. Lucas Hawks. I yeah. kind of looked at his. I was like, man, he's still acting. He's still he's still getting work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, yes, Natalie Natalie Portman. Um, it's just it's just who else you want to think about? Paul Winfield, uh, just Pam Grier, Jack Black, Ray J. Nina Applegate. Christina Applegate, yeah. Although I didn't know it was her through the whole movie, but she was there, and she's in my favorite scene. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. Uh, but there's so many, just like this movie. Uh, first of all, it starts with um, um, it starts with a guy coming down the road, and then there's an Asian guy named Mister Lee, and the and then the guy was like. Hey, is it some type of Asian? Is it the uh, is it the Chinese New Year or something like that? Is it something like that? And he's like, no. He's like, well, what smell like you barbecuing something? Smells good, you know. He said, that's not us. And then like they look over the hills, and there's cattle on fire. We start with a cattle, uh, a herd of cattle running out, running on fire. Was it, was it cattle or was it horses? Those were cattle. I thought they were horses. 
but uh, you know, and you know what that reminded me of? There was a Martian game like on PS4, maybe, or maybe it's on the Cube, but it was on it's one of those systems, not PS4. It's like PS3, maybe PS2, PS3. Is uh, whatever game system was out during the time of you remember uh, that you remember uh, the Hulk with Eric Bana? Is in that same time frame. There's a Mars game, a Martian game, where you're a Martian and you can like shoot fire and burn cattle and and shoot mm. people. It's, it was like a random game, but I don't think it's called Mars Attack, but it's like a Martian yeah. attack type of game. And they like had little saucers, and we had it. And I, that's one thing I remember is like is Emmanuel. Space Invaders? Space Invaders, mate. Um, I know they rebooted that. I think that was on Atari originally, and they rebooted it for like PlayStation Two. At one point, uh, I didn't play it, but I know they did reboot that game. Um, yeah, but it, it's what it reminded me of. Um, I'm trying to see if I can look it up, but uh, yeah, it, it was. That's what it reminded me of that that game. Uh, it's not Surviving Mars. Uh, but man, it's just. <laughs> Bill first maybe, maybe, uh, I think it's called March Panic. I think that's what it is. March Panic. Who, what we got? Bill first. Bengals game was fixed. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. I wonder if Bill is a Bengals. He lives in New York, so I'm surprised. I would think he'd like, probably be in a giant. Or Giants or Bills fan living in New York, but I'm a Kentucky and I'm a Bengals fan, so I have no allegiance, but I'm rooting for the Eagles. Even though he has no allegiance, he was rooting for those Chiefs. He kept messaging me every single time the Chiefs did something <laughs> good. <laughs> I was just thinking, this man, respect hey, is real. They're they gonna show up and play. What are we doing? Hey, so that one dude messed it up for you, huh? The guy that kind of like 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 pushed the guy in the out of field, you got a penalty yeah, there. Didn't football. Yes, he messed it up, but on the same play, the Chiefs were holding and they got and didn't get called. So okay, that's why people are saying it's fixed. There's a lot of missed calls, a lot of calls that weren't called. It is what it is. Um, but anyway, back to this film. Uh. So, what was your uh, thoughts on the uh, – first of all, who in the cast stood out the most to you? Who stood out in the cast for me? Uh, I was a Giants fan, uh, fan, I guess, until they lit up the Empire State Building green for the Eagles win, slap in the face. Oh. Oh, so you don't like the birds. The reason why I like the Eagles is because I like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. My allegiance is, is attached to TV. And why, why couldn't you just go Rocky? <laughs> why couldn't you just go Rocky? <laughs> sunny in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah, great, great show. One of my favorite shows. It's still going today. Still going to this day. To this day. It's a great show. But uh, uh, To your question, though, about who stood out for me the most, uh, I guess Jack playing two characters, 
playing a sleazy uh, space invader. I don't know really what it was. Did he own the, the, the hotel? But he was also promoting this video game he was going to be selling too. I don't, I don't know. Then he's the president. I, don't know, I just, it made me miss Jack Nicholson. And he's like 86 years old now. And he hasn't acted in since 2010. So watching this made me miss him. Um, Jack is a great, oh, you know what? The, my favorite scene is actually with Jack Nicholson and uh, Rod Steiger. Uh, Steiger's together. When they're in the, uh, or they're in the like the bunker room thing, mm-hmm. underground thing, uh, and he and Steiger's like, we gotta nuke them. We gotta, we gotta yeah. throw everything we have at them. And he's like, uh, and they're like going back and forth, and he's yelling, he's yelling. I was like, man, this is great. It's like two heavyweight actors, man, just like duking it out. Like, but Rod from yesteryear and and Nicholson at that point still in his prime. Um, Still prime Nicholson. Um, and then you had Danny DeVito just in there. Danny makes things so effortless. Um I am not I'm not a huge Martin Short guy. I hate him. <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I, I tell you, I mean, I'm a I'm a Michael J guy. I, I love Michael J. And uh when his yeah, character dies, it, it it hurts me every time. I'm like Yeah, I, th- I honestly thought their role should have been switched. Michael should have been what Martin Short was, Martin Short should have been what Michael J. Fox was. I, you know, I didn't even I didn't get to see that game. I was I kind of thought the Giants were going to pull that game out before it started, and I saw the thirty-eight-seven score. Uh, Brandon isn't just jumping to. If you are listening, <laughs> Bill for oh yeah, I forgot to read it. Giants got punked. You know he don't like. I'm not gonna. Explicitive. Yeah, uh, teams. teams. <laughs> um, all right, so we mentioned that we didn't know that Christina Applegate was in this film, which no, totally I, flew under the radar. I didn't even realize it was her. Yeah. Even I don't think even at the time, back in the day when I watched this film, I knew it was her. And I knew of Christina Applegate uh, because of Married with Children, and yeah. I had no idea that that was her. Had no idea. It wasn't because I, I seen her name, and I was wondering, Who's she in, who is she in this? And I was like, I'm still waiting to see her. And then, and then, like, I noticed whenever Jack Black is getting on the bus, I was like, is that Christina Applegate? And I was like, or is that that chick from, like, uh, Dharma and Greg? Because, like, because it kind of looks like her a little bit from the back. But, no, it's Christina Applegate. But she was, like, hidden throughout the movie. You didn't really see her. She was hitting all right. <laughs> no, hitting, not hitting, not not hitting. Oh my goodness, Brandon! <laughs> Speaking of hitting, Jim Brown. Jim Brown, yeah. Um, hey. so, I liked him in this, but I actually like Pam Greer a little bit more. So it, if I could change it, I would say Pam Greer actually impressed me the most. I'm hmm. not. I don't. I've never seen a lot of her work. Oh, her work Pam Greer. Oh, you should do do a deep dive into Pam Greer. She was like. She's I think like I've seen maybe three movies of her. Like, she's black royalty. Uh she was um obviously younger generation would know Jackie Brown. Maybe maybe no Ghost on Mars Ghost of Mars. Ghost of um, Mars. But I knew her from uh uh Blackula, uh like one of the Blackula films. Uh she's in Palms, which was a, actually a really good little movie. 
Uh, where's the, another movie that I wanted to mention that she's in that I thought that she was really, really good in? Uh, and I don't know if she gets thought about it too much. What is it? Oh, it like it's not really a great movie. It's like a black exploitation. She did a lot of black exploitation films. Him, her, and Jim Brown. Uh, and a lot of them, but there's a movie with a lot of the old black exploitation actors in it together. I think it's called Original Gangster. Uh, and uh, it's like where they decide to take back the neighborhood. And so they're fighting the, the, the current gang. <laughs> it's, but it's, but it's a lot of these, these old black exploitation stars fighting like Jim Brown, uh, Rich, Richard Roundtree, Pam Greer, uh, I think Matt. From Mac the uh, Mac Mac the knife, but not Mac the knife, but the pimp, the Mac. I mean, I think he might even be in. It's like a lot of black exploitation actors. Uh, this in this film, it's really a good little s- slice of '90s, man. Uh, I love it. It's like it's not like an Oscar award winning movie, but it's fun. Um. But yeah, I recommend you watch it. But I like Pam Greer. I, I, I like Pam. I like Pam Greer. <laughs> I like Pam Greer. Pam Greer, man. She's it's Pam Greer. Uh, but her and her and uh, Jim Jim Brown plays really well with one another in certain things. They kept them apart in this film, mm-hmm. which I, I I think is detrimental. Um, also, why would you still have a tour at the White House when the nation is under attack? There's so many things. Like nice. I love, I love Rod Steiger because he is the one person I love watching his expressions. Like like when they say no, maybe <laughs> they, they are they are advanced. They're more advanced than us with technology. Uh, do you think that they're dangerous? Uh, you know. And then like uh, Pierce Brosnan is like, I forget to mention him. He's in this. Uh, no, I don't think they're dangerous. And Rod Steiger was like. It's just like, like you idiot, <laughs> and like yeah. I, he he was like pretty much being the voice of us. Um, but yeah, man. yeah. I mean, when they're going to meet them, they're you know they're if they come off as very peaceful, and you know Paul Winfield's he he gets chosen to be that guy to meet them. Tries to shake their hand, they won't shake their hand. But it seems like it's a peaceful meeting. Um, they're embracing each other. The they say peace, and the bird flies, and it gets near the alien or the Martian, and it gets shot down, and a lot of people get shot and killed, including Paul Winfield, which was a sad moment for me, because I, I actually really enjoy Paul you Winfield like anytime I get to see him. Um, also, I think he was also in life as well. Paul Winfield no, was? No, 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 he wasn't. I'm sorry, he wasn't. My bad. I was thinking about the other guy um, that very reminded me a lot of him. Paul Winfield Played Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in the uh, in the MLK MLK uh, made for TV movie that came out like like a year a year after Dr. King died. So a year after he died, they made like a made for TV film uh, about Dr. King. I think it's the timeline might not have been the time might not have been that might have been ten years or it's like a short period of time though yeah. that they made the film. And I own it because I remember my dad owned it. And I wanted it because I remember watching just the scene of him getting shot on the balcony when I was a kid, and it just kind of blew my mind. Um, but yeah, Paul Renfield, 
Yeah, man. Uh, he's like, see, honey, I told you. <laughs> All you got to do is just be quiet. stay, Don't speak up and stay in your place. And you will one day get rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with death <laughs> from a Martian. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, and then like, uh, what's your girl's name? Uh, uh, N- Natalie Corbin. She says, uh, yeah, you know, we all would want. We all we do. Yeah. We do. Whitney, but it's Natalie. But anyway, no. um, I'm gonna say I don't. Never been much of a fan of hers. Ah, uh, come on. Every day, Natalie for me. Anyway. Never. <laughs> no. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Aaron. Every day. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Natalie Foreman, uh, she uh, she said, you think it, she said, maybe it was the dove, maybe birds are a sign of, like, war to them. And then, like, when he, when they start shooting everybody, the Congress, she said, well, I guess it wasn't the bird. <laughs> yeah. Or I guess it wasn't the dove. Um, so, I think, do you think the Martians was hell-bent on conquering anyway? It's not so much. Yeah. It was never about peace. No, never. No, it, it wasn't about peace at all, um, which is kind of the humorous thing because the humans just want peace. No matter what they do, we just want peace. Even at the end of the movie with Jack Nicholson and the president, he's still trying to have peace. So, Also, I, I think that the uh, smart in the sense of the, uh, that the Martians adapted. So they heard we come in peace. Uh, and so they adapted to repeat that we come in peace. So they're like, hey, he's the, they're just saying what we want to hear so that they can conquer us. Yeah. You know, we come it's like watching Transform uh Bumblebee. <laughs> it's like watching Bumblebee. And and that and they are the Decepticons is like, yeah, we just want to use your satellites to track these da 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 da. And John Cena is like, they are literally called the Decepticons. We shouldn't trust them, you know. That's yeah. like it's true, you know. It's like, hey, you know, they're like, oh, they're not gonna hurt us, and so that's what they want to do. They they kept they kept doing it. They kept utilizing our gullibility to kill us. Whether it's like they didn't shake hands because they didn't know anything about handshaking, so they adapted to shaking hands to kill us, <laughs> you know. And then they had like a little voice box that says, don't run. We want peace. And as they're shooting people. Yeah. Were, I bet you was cracking up. I bet you was like belly rolling or laughing. There was a, quite a few scenes that I was, I had a great time with. I mean, like, cause I actually looked it up. Cause I, when you said it was 1996 when it came out, cause I thought this was a parody of a uh, independence day. Uh, and I saw what Tim Burton said that it was um, he wanted to take it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That'll stop any man in his tracks and he sees that. <laughs> but anyway, he said he wanted to take the, all the, uh, the science fiction bad movies mm-hmm. that had really small budgets, but felt like they landed the moon, so to speak. He wanted to kind of poke fun at them. So I was like, oh, okay. And ever since then, I was like, I was on board for it. Because I was, at that point, I was still thinking, man, they, he was trying to rip off Independence Day. 
But yeah, it, this movie I, doesn't take itself seriously at all. And if no. you go in not trying to take it seriously, I didn't take it serious. I just felt felt that it was cheesy in some parts. But it's, it's both. It's supposed to be. It's meant to be cheesy. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Jim Brown essentially is running around the whole time in a in a uh, in a King Tut type of outfit uh, because he works in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, they never also explained how he made it from Vegas to DC. Still, still, still in his garb, he survived. It's, it, but it's it's a happy ending. I bet your fans was like, we, he has to live. Which yeah. I'm glad he lived. You know, it's Jim Brown. Um, because you know he had sons. One of his sons being AJ, uh, Ray J, not AJ, AJ Styles, Ray J. Um. Uh, but yeah. Oh man, Jack Black. That that man disappeared completely. Where he was, he was like such a. This is in the time when Jack Black was such a. He wasn't. He wasn't really known. He was not big. But I would say. Oh man, I was gonna say. Now I'm going Glenn Close is in this. She's Glenn Close is still upper tier. But I was gonna say he might be the now the biggest star out of every maybe not. I don't know. I I still hold uh I still hold 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 um flag with Michael J. Fox, but you know. Um but who's about the time Michael J. Fox got diagnosed. Yeah, this is his last I wanna say it's his last film. Uh, after his diagnosis, like right in the same time, he uh, this is I think maybe I think this is when he started backing away, and I'm glad that he's come came back in some sense. He's semi he's at a semi retirement and working some things, some shows, some stuff popping up. Um, he was like he was in the season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. where uh, where uh. Larry David was convinced he's faking Parkinson's for sympathy, <laughs> and uh, and he's playing. He, he went along with it, man, and he had a good time with, with playing off of Larry David and just like, just like it's. I I just you know you know it's gonna be a sad day, man, when he when he succumbs, man, to this uh, awful disease, you know. But um, but yeah, no, Michael J. I would say, but but honestly, out of everyone I'm seeing on the cast, I say the biggest name now is probably Jack Black. I, I gotta say, Jack Black is still out of everyone. He's he's still a draw. Now, if Jack Nicholson comes back and says, "I want to do something," then Jack will draw money. Uh, maybe yeah. I would think. Maybe. I would think. I would think so. I don't think he can do it anymore. I think his memory's too bad. Uh, but. Yeah, if he were to come back, I think it would draw money because we hadn't seen him in over 13 years. So, And you know. Pierce Brosnan, at this time, this is like 96, he, so he's still Bond at that time. He just he? started Bond in 95, so yeah, he was just fresh off GoldenEye. So this is at the height of his career, really. I mean, um, I was surprised he did this. I, I, I told you last night, I was surprised that Tim Burton got all these actors. And when it's one movie, yeah, Tim. At, at that point, Tim was the draw. At that point, Tim, 
had enough power, power, I guess, his name had such presence that he could get all these actors to be in this film. This was what you call an ensemble cast. Um, But, and and it's just so random, random people, like, but it also, it's like, do you think, like, like, this had jokes that does not fly today. There's no way you could do the uh, where the press when with the press person stood up that that you don't know their sexuality you, they don't, you don't know their gender <laughs> and he stood up and said and with a kind of deep voice with a kind of deepish girlish voice but so you don't know yeah. uh, do you do you know if they're gonna would the, the aliens be male or female <laughs> and the way he kind of looked like oh like you know it's like I said oh. I said, so we're doing trans jokes. You can't you can't do that these days. Nah, <laughs> that don't fly these days. You get canceled today if you do any joke like that. Just, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, how did you feel when Michael J. Fox bit it? When Michael J. died uh, in this film, I, I felt back when I first saw the film, um, I felt devastated uh then and that same feeling applies to now i feel i felt felt dev- devastated because this i like michael j fox man he just he, I, I always want more michael j fox and then less michael j and stuff you know when i see yeah. him i want him because i have such i have such a place for him it started with um uh, it was a growing pains or is it family, is it? Ties. family ties? Yeah, I forget which one is which, but they kind of came out around the same time. But family ties, like it started with that, and then like I seen with Teen Wolf and, and Back to the Future and stuff like that, and and it just yeah, I became a Michael J fan, and so and then like I do remember seeing him in uh, I think called Casualty of War, yeah, uh, and oh, and, yeah. It, and he played like a very very it's it's like I just see him being comedic. And so he was being very serious in that movie. And I didn't, as a kid, I didn't know how to process stuff like that. Honestly, whenever I see people that is usually funny in movies where they are being serious, uh, like Ted Danson and uh, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen in a creep show, I didn't know how to process these guys that I know from funny things being pretty serious, you know, Yeah. Um, at the time. But yeah, man, um, it's, yeah, but yeah, seeing Michael J. Man, I just when he died, every time I'm like, oh man, it's a waste. I well, I, I agree. I wish I wish it was Marty Shore <laughs> instead. Honestly, and I hate to say that because I know that there's some people that pretty that probably have uh, an infatuation with Mar- Martin Short. Short, uh, not Martin. Yeah, Martin Short. Yeah. Uh, I just never had that. I Even never did. That- in uh, what's that movie? Uh, Three Amigos. I was there for Martin, Steve Martin, and then Chevy. Yeah, I've never seen and that. Then, I mean, it's pretty, pretty good, but it's I'm there for Steve. I'm a Steve. I'm a Steve Martin person. I love Steve yeah, to this day. Uh, I think the very first thing I ever saw Martin Short in was uh, uh, Father of the Bride. I think. I think it's Father of the Bride. What's a yeah, that, was, 
plethora? Like plethora? You mean plethora? I don't know. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Is that, is that something? Did I miss something? Is that, is that, is that part of your body? A plethora? <laughs> Clean the plethora. Oh, boy. Well, anyway, we don't want to get no one's plethora uh, in a bunch. Um, so, what were you saying, Brandon? <laughs> your your plethora is going. He's quoting uh, Three Amigos, so he's definitely oh. talking to you. And I'm like, uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that movie so long. I remember the the singing bush. I, I remember the singing bush. I remember. I, I, I guess it'd be a movie we had to review sometimes. Three Amigos. Um, sometimes in the future. But anyway, what were your thoughts on uh, this person, Brando? This person. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, you know, when you said Christina Applegate was in the movie, I was like, was it this alien? <laughs> that's what I was... Um, that was just a weird scene. That no, was no, no, that's Christina. Right yes, there. that's Christina. My favorite scene in the movie. And we'll get there, but <laughs> it's not because of that, but it's because of the song that was used. It's because of what the Martians were doing. The only thing that was missing was John Travolta. He, he sent me a video of him just cackling at the scene. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, hey, he's having fun, man. He's having fun. He's having a good time. And I'm happy for it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear anybody have a good time with film. Um, but yeah, uh, that lady, uh, the Martian girl, uh, like the way she walked, uh, like, I, I say, I give that to Tim Burton, like the way that he kind of designed that the walk of hers, the way she kind of flew the flowing type, uh, and then she's chewing the gum, and but the hair, everything about her says, I'm a, I am an alien or a ghost. I don't see why Martin Short would say, Hey. Let me try to bang this. So, but he did. Obviously, no one's approaching him. So, he's taking what's available. Oh, she, lady, she's a regular. She is a, she's definitely a regular with uh, Tim Burton. Man, she's in uh, Ed Wood. She played Vampira, uh, Mars Attack, Sleepy Hollow, Lady Crane in there. Uh, Man, she's and then and then she oh she would rob zombie now because she's in Lords of Salem. Uh just stay away from these guys. They're terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim Burton. He's he was good then. Now I think Tim Burton is pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. Although I did like I did like Wednesday. What's a what? I did like Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, okay. Yeah, the show. I did like that. But I don't know how much he directed or he just produced it. But I haven't seen it, but I heard good things. I heard it was really good. But yeah. What did you think of that scene, though, since you brought it up? Uh, I thought, I thought, um, huh, I thought, well, I thought, for one, you're an idiot. Not you, but Martin Short. 
Um, sleep with an alien, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, I did think, I thought that the way that her design, the way she looked, was really great. Uh, and then, like, the reveal that it's the alien up under the the mask. Uh, and and and, and her, she's chewing the gum, and it's the way they breathe. Uh, just, I thought, I forgot that there was a, I forgot, you know, it's funny, I forgot how to kill them. I always thought that they just, like, broke their helmets, and then they couldn't breathe, and then they died. I thought that's how it, but no, it's the song that yodeled her, yodeled them to death. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, they were all right. You know this lady, you know that lady that plays the grandmother? Yeah. She's in Beetlejuice, which is Tim Burton's as well. She's like Juno. She's the old lady with the throat cut. And the, the smoke comes out of her throat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's her. I had no idea. I just realized that just looking on IMDb that that's who that lady is. She's clearly dead now because, you know, that was 100 years ago that movie came out. She died in 99. So. She died three years later. Uh, what did you think of the grandmother? Uh, I thought it was—I thought she was cute. The way that she always says she's looking for Thomas. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she calls him Thomas, but she loves. She's a. She seemed like the only person in that family that truly loved uh, the boy. Uh, you know, Richie. Uh, I forget his name. Um, not the kid from ET, but. <laughs> He's another little 80s child actor, Lucas, Lucas Haas. He's an exception as well. He's in The Witness. That's where I, that's where I knew him from. Um, but yeah, uh, his name was Richie. Yeah, I was right, Richie. She, I, thought, I thought she was really good. I thought that she uh, obviously suffered from some type of dementia, dementia or you know something like that. Yeah. But for the most part, I thought that she was good. Um your thoughts on Tom Jones? Let's get on to Tommy. Uh, did, you feel like, did you feel like I feel like Tom Jones? If it wasn't for Elvis's death, I don't think Tom Jones because they met each other. There's like footage of them with one another, uh, and I thought he talked about how like him and Tom, him and Elvis, kind of talking to one another at one point in life. But I think that he his residency in in Vegas. It, it, like everybody that has residency in Vegas owes Elvis. Elvis was the first big act to yeah. say, "Let me, let me do this in Vegas." He kind of made Vegas what it was. Um, but Tommy Jones, Tom Lee, Tommy, not Tommy Lee Jones, but Tom Jones. Um, I, it, it, God bless him. He's still going. He's still living, bro. Yeah, he, I've never been a big fan of Tom Jones. Um, for me, it's it's uh, it's the dance with uh, Carlton, and he's singing Tom Jones' music. He's, you know, just yeah. uh, that's really how I know Tom Jones is from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> um, so I've never been a big fan. I never really listened to much of his songs except for, you know, the the most popular ones uh, that that's been in movies or TV shows, but I don't even know this song. What other song he got? I know he got other songs, but yeah, I did. just know this song. 
Yeah, that's the only one that I really truly know. But I can't name another Tom Jones song. I cannot. But uh, I you thought put a gun to my head, bro. I would die because I just can't name one. <laughs> but I thought in this movie he he was having a, a ball. Uh, he came off so lovable in this movie and just a guy that knew how to have a good time. Uh, yeah. So I suspect he had a great time shooting this in the limited role he had, but. I loved him in it personally. Uh, he cracked me up, so uh, I had a good time with it. Uh, let's see some of the Tom Jones songs real quick. Obviously, there's a song called Thunderball. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a lady. Oh, he sings that. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. Okay. Uh, I never fall in love again. I don't know. Sex bomb. It's not unusual, of course. Green, green grass of home, Delilah. Yeah, I don't know. What's new, Pussycat? I've heard that song. That's him. I know that one. So I do know. I just couldn't name it off the top of my head. I needed some help. <laughs> if I only knew, well, I don't know. Burning down the house. I don't know that one. I don't know. I'm going to stop looking at both Tommy Jones. But uh, but like no, I love Tom Jones in this. Actually, he was one of my favorite characters, and I was hoping nothing ever happened to him. Uh, I just yeah, Tom. I love that group. I actually want to I'll be honest. I want to stick with that group with uh, Jim uh, Jim Brown, Tom Jones, Annette Bening, even Danny DeVito is in that mix, and the other lady. I I wanted to kind of stick with that group. I I had fun with that group. I wanted to follow them on their venture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, man. I wonder why they re- why they cast Jack Nicholson twice, and not like I feel like it could have been Billy Bob Thornton playing that role. Yeah, yeah, I could see Billy Bob. I don't know. I mean, maybe that was part of the pitch. You get to play two people. You know, I don't know. I really don't. I, I enjoy Jack playing both roles. He played, just- he played them totally different. He played two totally different characters. Which was really great, though. Yeah, I, he was great in it. I thought. Um, I mean, I don't. I can't think of one bad performance from Jack Nicholson, though. It's like he's gonna give you everything he's got. So, but oh, you know what I just realized? What's that? It, this is almost like a a reunion between Jack Nicholson and Danny DeVito because they were both in One Flies Over the Cuckoo's Nest together. Uh, they were in that movie. That's like Danny DeVito's start. That's his, that's his uh, first film role. It was playing like uh, a guy that's in the mental institution and Jack Nicholson comes in. So, um, okay. Um, but yeah, we can go ahead and are you, you ready? Anything you want to mention before we go ahead and give our marks? We're almost at an hour. No, go ahead and give our marks. Um, I'll let you go first. Mine is going to be kind of up there. I'm going to give it four out of five. Four out of five. All right. I'll give it three and a three mark outside of five. Um, I had fun with um, the cast. The, the cast and, you know, and I comparing this to you people who both had big cast, I felt like this film had, they had more fun with it. I felt like it was more entertaining. Uh, it just was is silly, but but once you talked to me about it, I was like, okay, it's a good silly. It, it's it's supposed to be silly. You shouldn't take nothing serious in this movie. 
like the the moment that Tom Jones is singing and the lights go off and the lights come back on and there's three aliens dancing as his background singers, you know that this is silly. <laughs> this is silly. Um, and uh, but Tom Jones did try to save the girl. She's like, "Hey, run, run, save, run!" You know. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, didn't love it, love it, but I loved it. I had, I had a good time. Uh, R.I.P. Michael Michael J.'s character in this movie. Yeah, I really hated that. But yeah, I liked it though. All right. So next week, Brandon. It's a screen. It's a a screen, baby. (laughs) We're going to start our dive into screen, getting ready for screen six. Yeah. It's crazy to think this is a six installment, though. Also started in 1996. So. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun journey uh, going back through these. Um, and then after that, we will uh, pick back up with other stuff. Yeah. Um, Bill for saying something? Well, I guess some people just don't listen. I specifically warned you not to waste your time with you people, Eddie Murphy, but it looks like you didn't take my advice. Good. Rip there, Bill. <laughs> Let me tell you. So I decided to watch it because I was like, you know, let me go ahead. And if anything else, I was thinking I get something to put on my worst movie of the year list. So I got to put that list too. But I went in thinking, okay, let me at least try. And 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 I put on Facebook. I said, hey, I didn't like that movie. I got so much backlash. People were like, what do you mean you don't like that movie? I'm like, I don't like the movie, man. Then thing is funny. Brandon watch it, he'll probably love it. It's just the way it goes. I don't know. I mean, I'm just watching for Eddie and Jonah when I do watch it. I just, you know, the trailers don't look great, though. I mean, I don't know. Is it is it trying to be like a guess yes, who? That movie. I feel, is it? I feel like it's trying to be an updated version of that, almost. Okay. Um, but it's kind of what it looked like it was trying to be, but Jonah Hill looks like he's trying to be black, so I don't, I didn't know. <laughs> <There's the thing. laughs> That's just what it looks like. I haven't seen it, so I don't, I don't have any clue. But yeah. Oh, all right. So I'm trying to see. All right. So next week we're gonna be starting with Scream One, and we go from there. Scream Two, Scream Three, all the way up to Six. Six. Green meets takes New York. Yeah, I can't wait. I haven't watched any of the trailers because I was like, I don't want spoilers. I hate trailers now. I'm not. I'm not good with trailers. I just hate trailers. I I like strange trailers. If you pick up on some of the things they, it's not really teasing, but they. they, He's a fan. This Ghostface is a fan. I will say that. All right. Well, that's all we need to say because Brandon spoils things. All right. What did I spoil? I said he's a fan. You didn't spoil, but you, Brandon, Brandon spoils things. I love you, Brandon, but we know this. Come on. I know you. I know you. I'm going to get you a shirt that says Markup Movie Podcast. Brandon spoils things. You can have your face on there like. <laughs> I tell you. Well, all right, uh, Brandon, what we want to do? Okay. 
Oh, so they're all on Paramount Plus, so that's what's up. Yep, and they're all on Blu-ray right over here. <laughs> I have them all on Blu-ray as well, except for five. I own it digitally, but mm, yeah. I will I will get it on Blu-ray because I got a collection going down. Uh, but yeah, what what we want people to do, Brandon? Did you just call me Brandy? Brandon? <laughs> I said Brandon. Um, well, if you like this episode and you want to see more episodes, click that subscribe button. Click like and click share to get more people, you know, to see us. Um, if you didn't like it, don't subscribe. <laughs> don't, share, don't share if you didn't like it. Uh, but don't unsubscribe. If you subscribe, stay with us. We don't want, we don't want you disappearing on us. We, you know, we're like your safety blanket. Bilford, thank you as always for tuning in. If there's nobody else, Bilford, we count on you. Uh, and and uh, Nick, thank you for your suggestion for Mars Attacks. Yes, I love that. Your suggestions, uh, please let us know, Bilford. We know that you always have suggestions. Um, and you make some good suggestions. Uh, and in the meantime, and in between time, Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. Thank you for marking out with us here on the Markout Movie Podcast.